Welcome to the Moody Mindsets Podcast, the podcast where we learn how to get on and stay on our purpose. With this podcast, you will gain spiritual insight as to how the thoughts and emotions we have ultimately influence the decisions we make. Having the right mindset can guide us into a place of abundant blessings. However, being spiritually unaware can lead us down the path of an unfulfilled purpose. By taking captive of our thoughts and emotions, we can then take captive of our blessings. I'm your host, Adrian, and I want to thank you for joining today's show. I am a licensed counselor, certified master life coach, but most importantly, I am a believer and I have experienced intense spiritual warfare in my life, which in the past left me feeling afraid, defeated, and broken. So how did I move from a place of defeat to a place of authority? Stay tuned. So welcome once again. Thank you for joining today's podcast. I'll be honest with you all. I have been struggling. Um, I've been struggling because God gave me an assignment and I have been resisting doing the assignment. And I know I'm not the only one out there that feels like there's something I'm supposed to be doing, something that God called me to do. But whether it's fear, procrastination, daily life issues that we're facing, lack of confidence, We're just not doing it. And so today's podcast was supposed to be about something totally different. It was about the assignment and knowing the assignment of the people in our lives. But God led me in another direction. So the teaching for today is titled Avoiding the Hard Assignment. Avoiding the Hard Assignment. What inspired me was the burning that has been going on inside of me. You know, when God calls you to do something, you can run if you want to. You can hide. You can do everything. You can act like you didn't hear him. You can go on with your daily life. But God's call is so strong that um, there's no way that you can avoid it, you know. And so God called me to start this podcast I'm not a social media person by any means necessary. Anybody that knows me knows I don't do social media. That's just how I've always been. And so the resistance that I felt initially was just the mere fact of being on social media. And it's taken a long time to get to the place where I even have the courage to get a website and put my picture online and You know, all of the things that are so easy for people to do in today's society, I've just never really adopted that. And so I've been avoiding this assignment for a very long time. Around 2020, when COVID happened, we all had so much time to kind of sit down, some of us, and kind of think about what's next. Are we going to live? Are we going to die? All of those thoughts that's happening. And I started to ask God, what, what's next for me? And God started to place upon me that he wanted me to share my story. 
He wanted me to talk about my testimony and all of the beautiful and glorious things that he's done in my life. And so it started off as a blog because I love to write. And I was like, okay, cool, I can write. And slowly it shifted from that because I had a lot to talk about. And I was like, I can't write all this. There got to be a better way. <laughs> so it shifted and it kind of morphed into do a podcast. So I did all of the great stuff, bought the microphone, set up the little program and nice studio office. And God delivered me from working a job that took so much time out of my life my commute, everything, you know, because in the beginning, I kept telling God, I came with the excuses because you know how we do. Lord, I can't do this. I don't have time for this. Lord, I got the kids. I got the house. How am I going to have time to do this? And in true form, God said, all right, you don't have time. I'm going to make time. You don't have the energy. I'm going to give you the energy. I'm going to give you the strength to do this. And so over the course of the next two to three years, God began to move things, move people out of my life, move situations out of my life. He began to move me physically and mentally out of certain places. And then the day came where there was no more obstacles. And yet still I resisted. Still, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Like I said, got the microphone, did a little theme song, all of the little fancy stuff that you see people do because I'm not tech savvy. I know nothing about podcasts, um, but thank God, thank the Holy Spirit, I was able to get this far. But yet, day after day, woke up with the intention of doing this, woke up with the intention, but never pulled the trigger. And of course, while all of this is happening, we know that the enemy is constantly fighting. That's one of the main focuses of this podcast is knowing that regardless of what you do, whether you want to fight or not, the enemy is fighting you. And you have a choice as to whether you're going to fight back or you're going to give God the battle, both, or you're just going to lay down and get beat up. And I chose the latter. I wasn't going, I wasn't going to lay down. I don't like bullies. So while I'm going through this resistance in my own mind, the enemy is also attacking day and night. He's attacking my sleep. He's attacking my mind. He's trying to bring back relationships and people to attack me, trying to bring back things that God delivered me from to attack me because he does not want this word to go out. It's not because I'm a great preacher. It's not because I'm skilled at this. It is because if I do anything in this, it's going to bless one person at least. And that's my goal. If I could bless at least one person, then I know that I've done what God called me to do. And that's what this is about for me. It's not about social media. It's not about likes. It's not about me. And so here I am because at the end of the day, the one thing that is certain is that this is not about me. This is about God. This is about his kingdom. This is about advancing the kingdom of God. This is about bringing souls to God, bringing awareness to his people. Because as we know, we perish for a lack of knowledge. When you don't know something, you don't know how to combat it. You don't know how to move through it. You don't know. So by gaining knowledge, spiritual knowledge, knowledge of God's word, we're able to battle. We're able to become weapons for God. And God don't need us. 
he's God all by himself. But thank God that he trusts us with his assignment to use us. So the thing that came to me was why do we avoid the hard assignments? Why do we run when God asks us to do something? We want God to do for us. We, we always praying and asking for something like true children of God. That's what we do. But when it's time for us to do something for God, we, depending on what it is, if it don't feel good, if we don't like it, we run. And so I started to think about moments and times in God's word and in the Bible when he gave assignments to his people, to his prophets. He chose you. He chose them. And yet they struggled. They avoided the assignment. They struggled, whether it was for fear like I said, lack of confidence, rebellion, all of those things can stop us from completing the assignment that God gave us. The scripture that I want to leave with today is Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, where God tells us to be strong, be courageous, don't tremble, don't be afraid. The Lord your God is with you and he will never leave you. We got to start to believe God literally in every word we believe him for the good things we believe him god get me out this situation the job stressing me the kids this relationship money but really truly believing god and having faith in god is believing him even when you're uncomfortable with the assignment even when you're worried about the assignment and can you do it and what will happen if you do it so today i just want to Take a look at four instances, and they are way more than four, but I want to take a look at four instances in the Bible where God gave his people an assignment, and they struggle with it, they may have failed, they may have completed it, but there was definitely an avoidance to it. We're going to start in Genesis 2, verse 17. And we all know this one, right? Because I think maybe this was one of the beginning examples of what avoidance looks like. So we start with Adam and Eve, God's creation, man and woman. And God gave them a simple assignment. God said for them not to eat of the tree of, of life and death. That's what he said to them. He gave them everything. He told them, you must not eat it, you must not touch it, or you will die. That was the, the assignment. Very simple. And because of their lack of knowledge, because of their pride, which comes in the form of the enemy, they failed. They avoided the assignment, the hard assignment, and they failed. And because of that failure, that brought down judgment from God, that opened their eyes to things that God did not want them to be exposed to. So we have to look at that as a beginning because that simple assignment of don't eat of the fruit, don't touch it, you can have all of this, but don't do this, kind of set the stage for the things to come. And it cost them paradise. It cost them being with God. It cost them their innocence. It cost them the peace that comes with God. It costs them the luxury of, of being in the Garden of Eden and having a restful existence. It exposed them. For me, that stood out 
the most um, when I was doing my research because we always kind of want to minimize it and, you know, well, this happened and that happened and she did this and, and we could go back and forth all day and talk about who was to blame. But at the end of the day, it really boils down to how the enemy is able to come in. And even when God gives us explicit instructions on what he wants us to do, the enemy is able, if we're not strong, we're not girded, we're not where we need to be spiritually with God, can come in and manipulate us and trick us into going against the word of God and going against his judgment and his commandment for us, which is ultimately what the enemy wants to do anyway, right? We know he comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. So that was one of the first instances where avoiding the assignment caused us, it destroyed, it it, it killed the innocence in us. It destroyed so much for the generations to come as well. The next text that I want to look at is Joshua 5, verse 6. This one was also poignant as well because God told his children after he delivered them out of Egypt, after he had shown himself mighty before the Pharaoh, after he had delivered them through so many circumstances, so many obstacles, he told them that he had prepared a place for them. He prepared a place for them, a land flowing with milk and honey, that no matter what they had experienced, that he still was able to provide for them. They could leave everything. They could just go with themselves, the clothes on their back, no food, no water, and he had prepared a place for them. And that's what God does. He prepares. He prepares a place for us, like the word tells us, right? He prepares a place for us. Even in front of our enemies, he prepares us. He always gives us provision when he gives us a vision. God never gives us a vision or tells us to do something without providing the necessary tools that we need to complete that task. But because we fear, because we're not trusting of God, we're not trusting of the power and authority that he's given us, we fear that. And so we can't believe that God would ask us to walk through this place with no supplies, really, nothing. And now to go over and to take over another land that's inhabited by another people. Not only that, we're afraid because these people look stronger. They bigger. And the Israelites say that. We're afraid. How could we overtake these people? But God is telling you that I'm God in every circumstance. They had forgot all of the things that God had did for them prior to them getting to that place. They forgot the works and the wonders that God did for them and showed and manifested. They forgot God parting that sea for them so that they could pass through. They forgot that God delivered them from their oppressors. We forget sometimes because in that moment, we just in our emotions, that fear right? The spirit of fear, the spirit of doubt, the spirit of lack, poverty actually comes upon us. And we forget that God who owns everything, who's in control of everything is able to provide for us. And that if he sent us to do something, 
if he put us in a place to do something, then it's by his word, by his power, that it's going to get done. So what happened with the children of Israel? Because they did not do the assignment that God gave them. They wandered. They wandered through the wilderness for 40 years. So they became wandering. And during that time, they complained. How many times has God told us to do something? He's still keeping us, still providing for us, because during that time while they wandered, God provided for them. They didn't want for anything, and they complained. How many times have we complained and murmured and showed ungratefulness to God, even while he was keeping us as we moved towards the assignment, as we moved towards the blessing? Because sometimes in all assignments that God gives us, let me not say sometimes, in all assignments that God gives us, right, it is for our good. It's for his good. It's for our good. So while God is advancing them towards their promised land, God is moving them to their blessing, they're complaining. They're unhappy. And we do that all the time. Just complain and just be unhappy and just see the lack and the doubt. Despite God waking us up every day, despite us having the necessities that we need, and a lot of us have more than what we need, still complain. And not only complain, still not doing the assignment, still avoiding the assignment. So because of that, the murmuring, the complaining, the refusal to do what God told them to do, they wandered and they didn't take the possession that God gave them. They had to take 40 years in order to learn for God to erase that generation of people who refused to hearken to the assignment in order to raise up a new generation that trusted in God. This is where Joshua comes in, that trusted in God to actually do the assignment and do what he said for them to do. So many of them didn't get to see the promised land because they were rebellious because they refused to take possession another text that comes to mind when I think about avoiding the hard assignment and we all know this one too is Jonah Jonah verse 1 I'm sorry chapter 1 verse 3 God told Jonah for him to go to Nineveh and to cry out against the wickedness that they were doing because God was so grieved. But Jonah refused. Matter of fact, he ran from God. He didn't just murmur and complain like the Israelites did, the children of Israel did. He, he, he ran away. He fled. Jonah got himself on a boat and said, I'm just, I'm going this way. I know you told me to go that way, Lord, but I'm going this way. So as you start to look and see the different ways that we as people flee from God's assignment, avoid his assignment, flat out refuse to do the assignment, Jonah decided he wasn't doing it. And the reason why he wasn't doing it was because he didn't like them. How many times had God told us to do something and we didn't do it because we didn't like it? We didn't do it because we didn't like somebody. My hand is up because I'm guilty too. In Genesis, with Adam and Eve, they avoided God's assignment because of their pride, their ignorance, 
right? They didn't want to keep possession of what God gave them. Joshua, children were ungrateful. They didn't believe God. They feared. They didn't want to take possession. And now we have Jonah here. I just don't like them. And so that's why I'm not going to do it. So you get to see the pattern that's happening here. All of these emotions, all of these thoughts, all of these spirits operating, whether they're operating through us or through the people around us. These spirits, these feelings, I don't like this. I'm afraid of this. I don't want this. All of these things become blockages. They become barriers to us completing God's assignment. So Jonah fled and God responded as he does. God responded by causing a storm that almost killed everyone because now here's the thing with Jonah, right? Just as in before, and this is the thing, when God gives us an assignment, it's not about us. Yes, it could benefit us because we hearken into the word of God, we're obedient, but it's about the people around us. It's about the generations to come. So this was an assignment that wasn't about Jonah. It wasn't about the fact that he didn't like them. It was about the generations to come. It was about the people because God was at the point that he was so livid and mad with them that he sent somebody. That's another beautiful thing about God. God will always send a warning. God will always send someone to tell you or something, a sign to let you know that you're, you're, you're straying. He never punishes, he never judges you without warning you, without providing you with the information that you need. Whoever has gotten in trouble or suffered a punishment and didn't know what you did, you just know you being punished. You just know something something bad is happening, but you don't necessarily sometimes know what you did because that's how humans operate, right? Somebody has stopped talking to you. You don't know what you did, what happened. Somebody mad at you. You don't know what you did, what happened, but that's not how God operates because he's a fair God. So he'll let you know. So he wanted to let these people know that he was so grieved, so angry by their wickedness and he needed Jonah to go and to preach to them. The beautiful thing about God, and this is something that I've learned as I'm walking with God, is he could have sent somebody else. He could have sent somebody else who liked them. He could have sent somebody else who maybe was a part of their community. He could have sent anybody else, but he sent Jonah, a person that he knew did not like them. Because when God sends us on an assignment, like I said earlier, the assignment is not always about us, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it's about us as well. Sometimes there's a deliverance and a healing in there as well, even though it's not about us because it's about doing what God's word. But sometimes through the assignment, there's a deliverance. There's a healing for you. So ultimately, Jonah hearkened to God's word, right? After being swallowed up by the well, which is enough, I think, to make anybody decide, yeah, I think it's time for me to listen. He hearkened to the word, right? And he was able to complete and do what God had asked him to do. And that's where this comes in for me. It's not about me. It's not about whether I feel uncomfortable. I don't like it. It's about completing the assignment because we make promises to people all the time. You know, people, we say we're going to do things. We, we, we 
you know, I'm going to be here, I'm going to do this, and then we never do it. But one thing we don't want to do, right, is to make a promise to God and not keep it. God tells us it's better to not vow than to vow, right, and not complete, right, your vow. I made a vow to God, and I said I'm going to do it. And just same thing with Jonah, right? You run from it, you avoid it almost blatantly, passively. However, if God called you to do something, do it. Trust him. Trust him that he's there to protect you. Trust him that even though it may feel uncomfortable, it may seem like it's rough, that there's going to be a deliverance for you in the end. There's going to be a deliverance for somebody else in the end. Lastly, for today, and like I said, we, there's so many of these examples in the Bible, but for time constraint, I wanted to talk about this one. 1 Kings 19, verse 3, Elijah. Now, Elijah was a prophet of God, and God used Elijah mightily, right? Elijah was able to call down fire. He was mighty in battle for the Lord, right? Elijah had been blessed, right, as a prophet of God, and he was blessed so much that, like I said, he could call on the Lord to rain down fire. He was able to manifest with God's help, God's wonders, and his might and his power in this earth. But he came up upon some people that, that got him a little nervous, got him a little shook. And we have all had that experience. I don't care how big you are, how bad you are. We've all come upon a situation or a person, a circumstance that made us afraid. So in this example, we're looking at how like fear, fear contributed to Elijah avoiding the hard assignments. Sometimes God will call us to do something and we gung-ho and we doing it. For the first half of it, we doing it. We doing good. And then that battle start to get hotter, right? Because as you begin to battle on behalf of God, the enemy, of course, like any battlefield, with your opponent, you battling with all your strength, your might, your forces. And of course, the enemy is going to increase in his opposition with his strength and his might and sometimes for us because we're flesh because we're humans it becomes too much for us and so we start to lose the confidence that we had we know god is able we've seen god do all manners of wonders and signs we've seen that we've seen him create a paradise for us we've seen him create endless amount of food supplies give us dominion over a garden over the world he, we've seen him do so many works we've seen him take us out of captivity sustain us when we had nothing but the clothes on our back rain down manna from heaven water from a rock we've seen him do everything keep us in good health we've seen him do these things part seas overtake the enemy in so many different ways we've seen him deliver us from death when he could have because of our rebellion we've seen him deliver us out of the belly of the beast so to speak we've seen him rain down fire and brimstone all of these things they saw but there was that moment where it became too much for Elijah, the moment where he came upon somebody so wicked 
And we've all seen this. When you come upon somebody so wicked and evil, it makes you pause for a minute like, wait a minute. How is this possible? How could this person be so evil, <laughs> right? And we know we wrestling not against flesh and blood. It, it, we, we dealing with spirit. So when I say person, I mean spirit. How can a person be inhabited by such an evil, wicked spirit? How is that possible? And Jezebel was just that. Jezebel was a different type of spirit, right? Because not only was she a controlling spirit, she, of course, operated through witchcraft, which is basically what witchcraft is, 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 is controlling. But she was bold. She's seen all of the things that God did, and that's how these spirits operate as well, these demonic spirits. They know the power of God. Don't think they don't know the power of God. They know the power. They know the might of God. But because of their intense miserableness, their hatred for you as God's child, for their own existence and what they know is to come. It's kind of like, what do I have to lose kind of thinking, right? Because we know misery loves company. And that's basically the purpose of the enemy. To make you miserable in your life and make you miserable in your death. Jezebel was just, she was beyond words. She was, she was, she was that, that wicked of a, of a, a, a individual, right? And Elijah knew this and he became so afraid for his life. He became so fearful despite all of the good works that he did. He became so fearful that he ran. He ran for his life because he really felt like his life was in danger because she threatened him. We've all been in situations where we feared, whether we feared for our safety we feared for our health. We've all, if you're alive, you've had a situation that has made you afraid. It's how we dealt with that fear, how we were able to overcome that fear, right, that got us through. And sometimes it's not even because of us overcoming it, overcoming it it's because God battled for us. This is where those moments where God says to hold your peace and I will fight for you. Sometimes it's, it's not because we just so strong in the Lord or because we just so strong in our walk with God and we know the Bible verses and we know how to warfare. Sometimes it's none of that. Sometimes it's just because we are so afraid, because we're so fearful, we're struck and we're frozen with fear, right? That God jumps in because he understands. He jumps in to save us. Now that doesn't mean that the assignment won't still get completed, but sometimes God will relieve you from that assignment and he'll pass it on to someone else. And this is exactly what happened. Because Elijah fled, because he fled, he ran because of his fear, God took that burden from him. He sent angelic assistance which is another beautiful thing about God he sent relief he sent help to come and to assist him right because at this point he was fearful he was hungry he just and we've all been there as well where the spiritual man and the physical man are both broken avoiding the assignment is not always because we don't want to do the will of God Avoiding an assignment is sometimes because 
we get weary. Even though God tells us to be not weary in well-doing. So in due season, right? You shall reap if you faint. Sometimes the assignment just becomes too much for us. And that's okay. But if we're avoiding the assignment because of our pride, if we're avoiding the assignment because we don't believe and have faith in God, if we avoid an assignment because we're afraid to take possession of what God has given us, or we're afraid to retain possession of what God has given us because we don't believe that we deserve it or that we could maintain it or keep it, if we avoid the assignment because we hate people, we don't like people, we just don't want to do it. If we avoid the assignment because of our pride of life, the lust of life, where we just don't feel like we got time to do it, we don't, I don't have time for that, then we avoid doing the will of God. And we avoid helping those that can be blessed by our assignment. We avoid getting deliverance in our own lives. We avoid growing closer to God because ultimately the whole point of this is to regain, is to take possession, and is to keep possession of territory. And territory could be actual territory, but spiritual territory as well. God wants us to share the gospel. God wants us to share our testimony. He wants us to bring as many people to the kingdom as possible. And so I'll end this by just reminding us that sometimes it's not because we do every day. We do things that we don't want to do. Every day you wake up, you leave your house, you do things you don't want to do. It's funny how we're okay with doing things that we don't want to do in this world we go along with things that we don't want to do in this world because we're so controlled by the matrix of this world but when god asks us to do something we feel like it's optional we go along with all of the requirements mostly right of the world and the leaders of this world to do what they ask us, the assignment. Your boss give you an assignment, you do that. Because ultimately everything is, is an assignment in one way or another. So I just remind you today to think about what did God call me to do? Because God has a use for every last one of us. God has called you to do something. He's been calling you to do something. And you've been avoiding the hard assignment for whatever the reason is. God is merciful, he's forgiven, he's faithful. But I challenge you today to stop avoiding the assignment, to trust that God is with you, to not worry about what people are gonna say, how they gonna look at you, what they gonna think, to not be afraid of the attacks that may come, to not be doubtful of your ability and God's ability to work through you to know that God made you fearless and wonderful. So if he called you to do it, then he believes that you, and that's what you need to know today. 
So I'm going to end today's show by just asking you to challenge yourself to do the assignment. Challenge yourself to trust God no matter what the circumstance, no matter what it feels like. To know that if he brought you into the battle, he can deliver you out of the battle. That he wants to show himself mighty in your life. That he wants to show and magnify his power. That we are not to be afraid of men who will die because ultimately they are flesh. Not to be afraid of people who oppress you, who don't like you, but to just walk by faith even when you don't feel like it, even when you're afraid. So that's all for today's show. I thank you for listening. I know this episode was a little rough, but as I said before, I'm on my purpose, and I'm going to stay on my purpose, and I just invite you all to do the same. We're going to go through together. It may be rough. It may not be polished. It may not look the way, right, that we think it's supposed to look, but It is not about that for God. It's just about your simple obedience. It's just about you trusting and just walking in faith and not by sight. So have a good day and join us for the next episode. (music) 